All right, all right. And I'm back again, baby. Another week, week nine, NFL picks. Now, not a good week last week. Uh, there's nothing to say. I don't even want to get into it. Just want to move on, sweep it under the rug. You know, we had the Seahawks was our winner. And the other games, I just, I messed up. Messed up, guys. That's all I can say. That's it. Messed up. Didn't like, I didn't like Buffalo that much. Didn't take him in my spread pool. Took the Saints in my spread pool. Why didn't I give the Saints? That was an easy one. Just didn't, you know what? Got too confused. I don't know. I, there's no excuse. I sucked. Boom. I did good in things, and you guys didn't do good in things. I don't like it. I want the people to win. Not me, the people. Now, my spread pool, I got three out of five right. I did not give you those other two picks, and that's my mistake. My fault and my mistake. The Dolphins I took also. Don't know why I didn't take it in on the pod. And for that, I am sorry. There's nothing else I can say. I'm sorry. This week, hopefully, will be better. Let's get into it. First pick of the week, the Dolphins plus three and a half. Love this one. I mean, this is it. The Jets are in turmoil. I don't care what anyone says. Jamal Adams is doing his best Odell Beckham Jr. impression. It's quite remarkable. I don't know what the guy's thinking. I don't know what he's doing. But that's fine. I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. I, I think they're going to win outright. If you want to take a money line, I like a money line. I really think the Dolphins are going to win. You're giving me three and a half, a divisional game. Jets are not there. Jets are away. They're not home. I like the Dolphins here. I think Fitzpatrick is going to really try and stick it to the Jets. And I think the Dolphins keep getting better and better and better, even though they choke every game now, but they're getting better. I think they're going to be able to put it all together now. Dolphins plus three and a half. I don't know why people are taking the Jets minus three and a half. I don't get it. It's I guess I, I can see the logic because the Jets are really in like a must-win spot for like they're just everything. Like they're more than just their season. Gase is like playing, you know, he's coaching for his job here, I think. Because if he loses this one, it's hard to justify why he should be the head coach. You're you're gonna lose to a team that's actively like trying to lose. So all right, and I mean trying to lose in the state of they trade their, they trade away all their pieces and they're just rebuilding. I think the guys that are out there are still going to play hard because they're playing for contracts. They're professionals. They're going to play hard. So we got the Dolphins plus three and a half. First one. Next up. Love this one too. The Carolina Panthers minus three and a half against the Titans. Now, I like to play a team that is coming off getting their ass beat. So big fan of that. I think it's always, you know, I think that, that those are the gutsier plays, and I think those are the plays that pay off, too. The Titans have won, you know, two coin flip games, and that makes them, you know, in most eyes, a little overrated. The Panthers just lost by 38 points, and I think that undervalues them a lot. Teams that have lost by more than 35-plus points the next game are 56% against the spread. And that's in a big 150, 160-game sample size. It's in a massive sample size, 56%. You got to like the numbers there. Really, really do. And you know what? The Titans have had a top five easy strength of schedule. Top five for the easiest strength of schedule so far. Come on now. And the Panthers have had a top 10 hardest schedule. So you flip those things. I like it. The strength of schedule and everything, it just means that the Panthers are playing tougher teams and they're still doing well. And I think that the 
Titans are just an overrated team that people think are solid. They think the t- people think the Titans are just a solid team that's going to stay in games that are not they're not going to get blown out. I like the Panthers here a lot, big big time. I think they're going to be able to get to Tannehill. They're going to make Tannehill flustered, and I think the offense with Christian McCaffrey is going to be able to run and run well. So let's go Panthers. Next up, I like this game for the number. Seahawks minus five against the Bucks. It's a number game here. This is a good number. Uh, it was at seven earlier. It's gotten down to five now. I like it. It's that the Seahawks are at home. They're a good team, the Seahawks. Now, this you know they've had three home wins by you know each was pretty much a point or like a two points. They have they've really not had any big blowouts at home, and that does scare me a little bit. But it's also that I just think the Bucks are terrible. I just don't think the Bucks are good. And we, we you know, we we took them last week, and well, we got screwed big time with that one. That one, that one, oh, that was bad. But I like this. I like this number a lot. Minus five. I just think they're a good team. See, why is Jameis Winston even remotely? You know, like why is he even getting remote favoritism in this line with the five? I don't get it. The guy is really, he's a bad quarterback. He's had 10 turnovers in two weeks. That's terrible. That's really bad. And if you win the turnover battle, you cover the spread 75% of the time. And when you do that, when you do that, you're going to win the game. And I think that Jameis Winston is going to turn over. You're going to have the quarterback who's thrown one pick in Russell Wilson against the quarterback who's thrown who's had 10 turnovers in two weeks. I think the Seahawks cover this. I really just, I really don't like the Bucs. I just don't. Now, I'm a little worried that the Bucks' pass rush could maybe disrupt Russell. I think Russell has to, he's going to have to run a little bit in this one. But overall, I just, I really do think the Seahawks are just going to win this game by a touchdown. Maybe, you know, a bat, you might get a, we might get a backdoor scare here where the Bucs have, they're down, you know, down 14 with like eight minutes left. They score once and they're going to maybe score again and you get worried. I, I think that's the, so we're going to, we might get that. I think the Seahawks are going to be in control though. So Seahawks minus five, book it. Next up, Cowboys minus six and a half Monday night against my New York Giants. Simple one here. I just think the Giants suck. That's it. And I, I, I think the Cowboys always come in and whoop the living shit out of us. And you're giving me less than a touchdown? Fine. I'm taking it. Six and a half. I think the Cowboys are going to come in there and win by two touchdowns. I think this is going to be where the hot seat really, really starts to pick up on Shermer. I, yeah, this is it. I think the defense is not going to play good. I think... I think Daniel Jones is going to play good. I, th- I could see this. You know, I like the over here, too, a little bit. 48, I like the over a little bit, too. I think it's going to be a, a decently high-scoring game. I think Daniel Jones is going to play good against a good defense. I do. I really do. I just have no faith in the Giants' defense. I have zero faith in it. It's a terrible defense. And this Leonard Williams trade, who the hell knows what's going to happen with that. So give me the Cowboys, minus 6.5. I think it's a good, solid bet. I think you're getting the better team. Less than a touchdown. I always like that. You know, if you can do that, it's always good. You know, and I, 
the other thing I don't get is the Cowboys minus seven week one. And what's really changed? What has changed? I don't, I don't get it. What's changed since then? Not a lot. So, you know, not with the Cowboys. At least the Giants have looked just really bad. They just haven't looked great. I'm a big fan. The spread looks about right, but I'm just going to go with Dallas. They've been dominating the AFC, the NFC East. 11-1 and one straight up and against the spread the last 12 games against the division. They're covering by nine points a game. And they're coming off a bye. And I don't – I like Daniel Jones, but – could turn the ball over. So let's go with the Cowboys minus six and a half. Next up, going with another NFC East team, Philadelphia Eagles minus four against the Chicago Bears. Now we're going to basically start off with <sighs> Mitch Trubisky's terrible. He's maybe the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. It, it He's so bad. He really is. He is just atrocious. I mean, come on, people. D- do we really think that Mitch Trubisky is any good? No, we don't. So I'm going to just – I'm going with it here, man. I'm really – I'm going with it. I just think the Bears season is kind of done. I think it's over. I think it's – you know, this is it. They're They're really – they need to rebuild too now. And the Eagles are coming off hot. This Eagles team always does this. Get to week 9, 10, 11, so they start to get fire. I'm going to get it. I'm going to buy the Eagles low here after last week's nice win. I'm buying the Eagles low. I think the front seven is going to really, really disturb Mitch Trubisky. I think they're going to swallow up the run game. And then, boom, Eagles going to win by a touchdown. I think that it's going to be a nice touchdown win for the Eagles. Give me the Eagles, minus four. And last, but not least the Cleveland Browns minus four. Woo. Now people, I went against the Broncos last week and they burnt me. I'm going against them again. And I think it's because Cleveland really needs a goddamn win. And the Denver Broncos are starting a quarterback that's never taken an NFL snap. Okay, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know what else you're going to say. Cleveland's defense is healthy, and they're top six in sacks, and Chubb is going to be able to run, and I think Chubb is going to be able to do well. I really like it. And not, guess what Cleveland's strength of schedule is so far? Their strength of schedule. Guess what it is, people. When you take two seconds and think. Not five, not four, not three, not two. The number one strength of schedule so far. What does that really say? I think it says that Cleveland is playing good, really good teams, and they're an above, a little bit above average team, and they're having all these losses, and it's making them look worse than what they really are. I think their defense is very good. A top, you can argue they're a top half defense in the league. So let's go with the Browns minus four. Big fan, love it. I like this week, people. I think we're gonna get back on track. So let's start over again. We got the Dolphins plus three and a half. The Panthers minus three and a half. The Seahawks minus five. Cowboys minus six and a half. Eagles minus four. Browns minus four. Beautiful Zoftic picks this week, everyone. I'm, I'm, you know, I am just ready for tomorrow. A nice little football Sunday. 
So everyone, enjoy your Halloween weekend. By the way, real quick, Halloween is the dumbest holiday ever. I don't care what anyone says. It sucks. It's atrocious. There's no point to it. I hate it. It's the stupidest holiday. All it means is that it's getting colder out. That's it. I like Thanksgiving and Christmas, but don't get me wrong. But Halloween is just depressing. It's stupid. It's dumb. And I don't like it. End of rant. Everyone have a good night out. Be safe out there. We'll talk again next week. Uh, also, congrats to the Nationals on winning the World Series. The Astros are assholes. I loved watching them lose. Good night.